You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about the things we're grateful for as we wrap up the summer. But first, let's catch up on life lately. What is new with you, Sarah? We are in the phase of doing the finishing touches on our new bathroom. And I was just planning to order some towel racks, but Neil had a different idea. He wanted to make the towel racks. I was skeptical at first because I feel like the bathroom has a modern vibe and that he was doing wood and it felt like it was going to be more rustic. Mm -hmm. But he wore me down and convinced me that he should do it. (laughs) And I have to say they look really great. So he made the towel racks. He made a really cool toilet paper roll holder that has a little wooden piece that you slide in and out. Oh, that's so cool. And he made a wooden trash can. So thanks, Neil. I appreciate your handiwork. So good. What's new with you? I want to talk about how thankful I am for my school friends and the community that has arisen around that this year. You know, we have been in that program now for more than six months. Mm -hmm. And so we have this like familiarity with each other and we know each other in a really sweet way. Plus this end of the semester, as I've talked about on the pod before, is absolutely out of control in terms of all the due dates and like tests and things that we have. Mm -hmm. And it's just so nice to have people to commiserate with. Yeah. So I'm just really appreciating those folks. I am glad that you have that. Me too. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What's your latest read, Sarah? I just finished reading My Friend Anna by Rachel Deloche Williams. For those of you who have heard about the Netflix show Inventing Anna, This is about the same person, but this is from Rachel's perspective, and she's the friend who was conned out of $62,000 by this woman, Anna Delvey, who was pretending to be a rich heiress when really she had no money. So she was just defrauding different financial institutions and hotels of money, and then eventually did this to her friend, too, where she got her to put down her personal card, saying that she'd pay her back, and then never did. Anna ended up going to prison for this, but has since gotten out. She sold the rights to her life story to Netflix, which is how Inventing Anna got produced. And I started watching the show, but after reading Rachel's account, it's kind of hard to watch the show because it portrays Anna as this really clever, smart, ambitious person. And I'm like, hello, she's just conning people out of money. (laughs) Why are we celebrating this person? None of this makes sense to me. So I did not make it all the way through. But I found the story really interesting and would recommend it, though I will say that it felt a little bit long to me. I'm Mm. not sure I needed to read the whole book. It felt like writing the book was really therapeutic for Rachel to Mm. get all of it out. Yeah. And I do not blame her at all for making money off of the situation and putting her side of the story out there. Mm -hmm. But I think personally, I could have done fine with just reading an article about it rather than an entire book. So do with that what you will. It was one of those stories that felt like a train wreck that you couldn't stop watching. Interesting. I just finished Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Saldez. And this is a book that you recommended to me because it's from the perspective of a nurse. Yes. In 1970s Alabama. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't heard about it till you mentioned it. But this is a novel that takes a real historical federal case, Ralph versus Weinberger 
where the Southern Poverty Law Center filed a lawsuit on behalf of two black Alabama children who were sterilized without their consent Mm. at age 12 and 14. Mm -hmm. And then the novel imagines what the emotional and social fallout would be. So it's a similar case in the novel, but lots of details and things have been changed. So it's not trying to be reimagining the exact history Mm -hmm. just a very similar story okay and the story is told through the perspective of their nurse civil townsend who works at the montgomery family planning clinic and she's assigned to the family to get the girls who in the novel are 11 and 13 depo provera shots Mm -hmm. and she starts to have concerns about that because it's not an fda approved drug Mm. in the 70s okay and then all of this other terrible stuff happens and the book is told between 1973, when this stuff is actually happening to these children, and then through the trial, and 2016, when Civil has lived her whole life and is going back to visit the people that she knows then. Okay. This was a very intense book to read. Yeah. Especially in the current social climate in the United States, but I still would really recommend it. It's very compelling, and it's very well written, and it raises a lot of important things to think about about crimes committed against citizens by the United States, basically, and what does it mean to have your body be your own, Mm -hmm. and what does it mean to have your story be your own? Yeah, sounds like a really important read. Let's move on to our topic for today, things we are grateful for as we wrap up the summer. We're just going to go back and forth and share what's good in our lives right now. My first one is exercise. I feel like there are so many pieces of my life right now that feel just a little bit chaotic. Yes. Just a little bit frayed at the edges. Uh Uh-huh. With you. (laughs) And exercise has been this really steadying part of my life. It has been so great for my mental health. I've been feeling really strong in my body and not at all taking that for granted, knowing how quickly things can change in that regard. I'm also really appreciating Neil's support here. He is always willing to cover dinner or be the primary parent for longer when I want to go to a class or want to take a run outside. And I appreciate him not making it a thing where I feel like I'm taking time away from the family, but that it's a thing he values just as much as I do because he knows how important it is to me. So good. My first one is the World Games. Mm. I talked about the World Games coming to Birmingham, and we have gotten to go to several events, and I love the World Games. (laughs) It is just so inspiring to see this high level of athleticism and dedication Mm -hmm. to these sports that, like, you don't even necessarily think about people being archers Mm -hmm. in real life or doing amazing at inline speed skating you know I just haven't thought about that that much but Mm -hmm. then when you see it in action it is so inspiring to see that level of expertise and I love taking the kids to it we have seen like I said archery and speed skating so far and we will get to watch beach handball tonight and ultimate frisbee which they call flying disc in the world games tomorrow so Really thankful, really excited. Seems to have gone really smoothly for Birmingham, which honestly I'm kind of surprised about. I wasn't sure Birmingham (laughs) was ready Uh for the volume of people and the transportation, et cetera, but I'm loving it. What a fun opportunity that you get to see that up close. Yeah. My next one is how much my kids are reading. They have just become such voracious readers, and 
all of us being able to read together in the mornings and the evenings our own books in the living room, it just does not get old. I know I've been talking about this probably for the last year and a half since this has been (laughs) happening, but I still love it just as much. It brings me a lot of joy in my life, and I'm not sure how long it'll last. I feel like reading is something that waxes and wanes over an individual's life. So while all of us are into reading right now, I am just trying to soak it up. Sure. My next one is solo parenting while Andrew is in Europe. Interesting. Don't get me wrong. Some (laughs) parts of this are really hard. Yeah. But also, my kids have gone to camp slash daycare all week. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I've had them all day every day. And in those non-daycare and camp times, we are living the dream. We are eating frozen food for every meal. I'm never doing the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm putting the kids to bed super early every night and just having the whole house to myself until I go to bed. Mm -hmm. I can be in whatever space I want. I can study wherever I want. Mm -hmm. I can pour giant piles of laundry onto the bed and fold it while listening to audiobooks for hours. I mean, it's just really great. I think we'll be glad when Andrew is back and we definitely miss him. Mm -hmm. But to feel empowered that it's like actually going pretty well has been awesome. Yeah. That's such a great perspective to have as opposed to just counting down the hours. (laughs) Absolutely. My next one is public pools. They are so much fun and a reasonable cost. Both kids this summer are full-on swimming. I often still get in with them because I like to be in the pool too, but it is no longer a requirement, which feels really freeing. And I love seeing how much fun they're having, like spending a lot of time reading in the summer, going to the pool just feels so quintessentially summer. And I feel like Mm. they're living their best childhood life and I'm living my best summer life. And it's great to have a pool that we can do that at. I love the pool too. Speaking of pools, I wanted to share about my bathing suit. Oh, yeah. I have been on the lookout for a bathing suit that is not uncomfortable for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of bathing suits for people without tiny, skinny bodies want to compress the body that I have. Mm-hmm. I do not want to compress my body. Yeah. I just want my body to be appropriately covered, yet feel comfortable and be able to be how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I found that suit this year. I got a top from Athleta okay, and bottoms from The Gap. And I feel like they are both comfy and flattering. And I love them. I'm so glad that you found that. Thanks. My next one is not eating out. As discussed in our last episode, (laughs) I had started eating out for lunch a lot more because we didn't really have food, because we weren't cooking dinner. It was a whole cycle. But after doing some deep dives into our credit card statements, I became ready (laughs) to recommit to that frugal life. I forget how much satisfaction I get out of not spending money, and I'm just really Mm. feeling that right now. It feels very empowering. It's only been a week. But I will say it started with a huge fridge cleanout, including mm. getting real real about what condiments will we use in the future. There were so many condiments, mm. mm-hmm. along with lots of regular food that had rotted in the fridge. But <laughs> once it was all out, we could see what was there. Neil planned, did a huge grocery trip, and just having that food available that is the food we want to eat and meals we want to cook has made it all feel really doable. 
And I just hope that that momentum continues because it feels really great. Yes. I love the fridge clean out too. It's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. You know, just like any clean out where you get a bunch of stuff that is not serving you out of your house. Yes. I bet you feel so light. I sure did. My next one is my bike. I'm still obsessed with it. And it has been cooler in the mornings lately. And by cooler, I mean 78. That's reasonable. Which is actually pretty cool for the summer. Yeah. So we have just been breezing along to daycare, camp, school, in the shade going downhill. It is genuinely cool. Mm-hmm. Like I get a little shiver, mm-hmm. which is not happening much outside these days. Yeah. And so I'm just cherishing every moment of that. Also cherishing driving through the barriers that have been put up for cars around campus because Mm -hmm. the World Games athletes are staying on campus. And so they shut down all these roads Mm -hmm. and they move buses in and out to move the athletes around. But otherwise, there are not really cars coming in. But I'm just breezing right through those cement barriers with my bike. (laughs) Also, not paying for gas. (laughs) Bingo. My last one is my holds cue for library books and general to-be-read list. Mm. I'm getting out of my reading slowdown that had been happening. Now that I'm not in classes for the summer, I've been going through books at a much faster pace. But even before that, I was feeling so energized looking at the list of books that I wanted to read. And I have that list stored in multiple places, including my (laughs) library holds cue, Goodreads. There's also a feature at our library where through the catalog, you can create a list of things to be read. And I just love adding things to it and just feeling like there are so many books out there. And last night, I started reading a book that I had thought I wanted to read. And I was like, "Mm, I'm not into it. I was like, that's okay. There's so many other books out there. Just grab another one. Just like that even when I'm not reading, books are bringing me joy just by being out in the world existing (laughs) and knowing that the possibility of me reading them is still available. I really like that because I feel like sometimes that holds list sort of like ticking closer and closer can be a little anxiety provoking. Feels overwhelming. Yeah, but you're in that sweet spot with it. And I have a lot of them on inactive and I keep pushing them back farther and farther. It's like, oh no, I'm not ready to say no to this book. Just Mm. maybe later. And then I'll set it for a few months. (laughs) Just not yet. Exactly. (laughs) My final thing bringing me joy is my cats, of course. I love them so much. Being here without another adult at night, I think would be very sad if I did not also have five Mm. feline individuals meowing at me and visiting with me and quote unquote helping me fold the laundry Uh (laughs) slash waking me up at six in the morning. I just like them so much. They're wonderful. I would get five more if I could. And not get divorced because I do love my husband and he has said no more. But Uh they're just so amazing. They're so fluffy. They have such great personalities. I don't know what else I can say. That's basically it. I am so glad they are bringing you so much joy. As you have heard in great detail, our family's (laughs) recent experience cat sitting for two different families just made me appreciate how great it is not having any pet care responsibilities on a regular basis. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am feeling maybe an equal amount of joy for the opposite reason. (laughs) I love that for both of us. Well, that's the end of our end of summer gratitude practice that we've done here together today. Listeners, we would love to hear what is giving you life at the end of your summer. 
Let's end by talking about what we've been eating. I have a frozen food review. (laughs) You're becoming the expert. Because mostly what I've been eating is frozen food. And normally I get my frozen food from Trader Joe's, but after we dropped Andrew off at the airport, the kids and I did a big Publix shop Mm -hmm. and they got to pick a treat that they wanted. So pepper picked cupcakes, plum picked cookies from the bakery. And then we got a whole bunch of frozen foods to eat this week because I was like, let's be honest, I'm not going to cook a dinner. Let's just get things that we know that we want to eat. And I was like, oh, and Publix has this like huge selection of frozen foods Hmm. that is different than our smaller grocery store that we often shop at Mm -hmm. and obviously different from Trader Joe's. So I saw these two things from Beecher's. So Beecher's is that cheese store that's in Pike Place Market in Seattle where they have like a big vat of cheese that they're just like stirring in the window. Oh, I don't know about this. And you can get macaroni and cheese right there. They have it even at the Seattle airport that you can get Beecher's mac and cheese. And I have loved that macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. So I saw Beecher's frozen food in Publix. And it was really expensive, but I was like, if Beecher is putting their name on this, then probably it's really good. So I got the street corn and I got the not-so-fried rice, which was like a mushroom risotto. Okay. And both of them had the cheese sauce on it, but then Mm. were these things. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that I was disappointed. Oh. They were fine for frozen food. Mm Mm-hmm. But they were not worth the money that I paid for them. And I think they dilute the Beecher's experience a little bit because Mm. I had in my head this, like, amazing, fresh, from the store in Seattle kind of Mm -hmm. experience. And then it's never going to be as good frozen, which probably I should have adjusted my expectations a little bit. Yes. Because it was fine for frozen food, but I'm not going to buy it again due to the expense and because I was kind of bummed. Yeah. Bummer. What have you been eating, Sarah? Another frozen food. (laughs) (laughs) I want to share how much my children love frozen waffles. We got really into these last year as just such an easy thing for them to make themselves in the morning. Just take it out, put it in the toaster, you're good to go. But they really like the chocolate chip waffles and Kroger stopped stocking them. And I am not going to pay the Eggo prices Mm -hmm. for frozen waffles. Valid. So we just moved on. We'd been eating bagels, French toast, other breakfast items. But they asked me to check again. And when I did our big Kroger order, when I was getting back on track with food, they had it in a much bigger package, but still reasonably priced. Nice. I just really like it. I think this is one of those things that for the fall, looking ahead, I'm going to make sure that we have on hand Mm -hmm. for breakfast that they're excited about that they can do themselves. I mean, is it the most nutritious option? Mm, Probably not, but it feels like a big win in our house and I am grateful for it. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player or on our website, friendlierpodcast.com. You can also leave us a comment there or on Instagram at friendlierpodcast or email us, friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. Uh, it's like so there's so many words I want to say, Abby. Let me start over.
So good. Pretty sure I've said so good after everyone you've said, so maybe I should say something else. All right, say something else. Think of something different.